Wrigley's Spearmint Gum presents The Howard Miller Show. And now here with Music on Records is Howard Miller. Thank you very much, Eddie Joyce. All of which proves, of course, you don't have to be the least bit formal on the Wrigley Spearman Chewing Gum Show. And we're not. Eddie, it's wonderful having you here. And I'm sorry if one of my words filtered over the uh, microphone that uh, you have custody of here in our CBS studios in in Chicago. I hope you don't mind. Not a bit. It was beautiful. Will your wife mind? No, she uh, she really won't mind. She enjoys you. She's back from New York, is she? Yes, she is. I thought you looked well-fed these days. For a while, you were looking very peaked. I'm glad you said that. That'll make her very happy. Well, there's nothing like pleasing the housewives, because basically that's who we're talking to right this morning, I suppose. Out in the West Coast, Daddy is still at home, and a lot of the kids. And the East Coast, Daddy's at work, the kids are at school, and just Ma's listening. And we're certainly pleased to have all of you listen to the things that we want to say today, because most of the things will be said by a very charming young lady by the name of Miss Gogi Grant, a newcomer to the recording industry and a great star who you're going to hear in a taped interview which we made over long-distance phone wires to Washington, D.C., uh, just a couple of days ago. But before we, uh, play Gogi's new record and talk to Gogi, I want you to enjoy with me again a very fine record that was made by the Mercury Record Company and Mr. Rusty Draper. You remember Rusty was here in our studios a few days ago and we had an opportunity of interviewing him and listening to this great Western song that I think is real Americana at its best. So let's listen to it. Rusty Draper and the Shifting Whispering Sands. Listen to the angel's story of the shifting, whispering sands. Yes, it always whispers to me of the days of long ago when the settlers and the miners fought the crafty Navajo. How the cattle roamed the valley. Happy people Worth the land And now everything Is covered By the shifting Whispering sand All the miner Left his buckboards Went to work His claims that day And the burrows Broke their halters When they thought He'd gone to stay How they found the ancient miner Lying dead upon the sand After months they could but wonder If he died by human hand So they dug his grave And laid him on his back And crossed his hands And his secret still is hidden By the shifting, whispering sands This is what they whispered to me Way out on that quiet desert air Of the people and the cattle And that miner lying there If you want to learn the secret, wander through this quiet land, and I'm sure you'll hear the story of the shifting, 
whispering sands. The shifting whispering sands. Certainly a good record, isn't it? Rusty Draper, a Mercury record, and a thing called Shifting Whispering Sands. You know, the very fact that you can buy Wrigley's sperm and chewing gum almost any place that you go, in any state of the Union or any country of the world, is pretty great testimony, I think, to a fine product. Now, you know yourself that the American people are pretty wise people. We have the benefit of great formal education. We have the great benefit of having a heritage in Christianity and, of course, in our church and our schoolwork. And these things have all led us to be probably the wisest people in all the world. And you wouldn't fool wise people if you could. And certainly you never fool them about the merits of a product. And so it is testimony when you can go to any filling station, any drugstore, any grocery store and buy a product of the tremendous merit of Wrigley Sperm and Chewing Gum. And I sincerely hope that one of these days, ladies and gentlemen, those of you in our CBS audience to this show, will heed the advice that we give you about when you're driving. If you want to remain just a little bit less than tense behind that wheel, I think the nicest and most pleasant and surest way to have it happen is by being able to just gently munch on some Wrigley Sperm and Chewing Gum, the most delicious, wholesome, and refreshing product in all the world. I know that you like it once you get in that delightful habit of being able to say to your best friend, here, do you want a stick of the finest Wrigley Sperm and Chewing Gum? You'll like it because it's good. Well, about three days ago, if memory can serve me right now, I've uh, been so uh, busy making some of these recordings with some of these artists around the country that... I'm not quite positive what day it was, and I wish I could pinpoint it because there might be something in the tape recording that would indicate what day it was. But be that as it may, maybe it'll come out in further discussion with Miss Gogie Grant. We called her long distance at her suite in the Mayflower Hotel in Washington, D.C. We had our little old tape recorder going right next to the phone, and this is the result. Well, how's everything in the nation's capital, Gogie? Have you been over to see uh, President Eisenhower yet? Not yet. I haven't seen President Eisenhower for about six months now. Well, I think he'd be very happy to see you if you'd take a copy of your new record along, because it looks, Gogi, from all points of view, like it's going to be a tremendous hit for you and the Era Record Company. Oh, I hope you're right, Howard. Gogi, we're going to play Suddenly There's a Valley in just a very few minutes, but before we do, I'd like to get the story behind Gogi Grant. First of all, that's a cute name. Is that uh, a family heirloom? No, I should say not. That's a Dave Cap heirloom. Dave Cap signed me to RCA Victor Records about three years ago, Howard, and uh, he thought Audrey Brown was just a little bit too simple a name. Well, then you've answered what should be my next question. Your real name, then, is Audrey Brown. That's right. Where were you born and raised, uh, Gogi? I was born in Philadelphia, Howard, but raised in California. So that's really home by all points of interest. Yes, sir. Uh, now, Gogi, I know that you've had a good career with the Victor Record Company, and then very recently you made your first big record, which turned out to be a hit for the ERA Record Company, E-R-A. Is that a West Coast label? Yes, it is. We recorded in Hollywood. Yes. Where, where did you get the material of Suddenly There's a Valley? Did you immediately sense that it was going to be a hit or could be? Well, we sense certainly that it could be. I don't think anybody can sense uh, that, anyone, that any one song will be a hit. But um, suddenly there's a valley struck my ear as being such a beautiful blend of music and lyric. I thought that certainly it was worthy of trying. Yes. Well, uh, the fact that, uh, of course, now it's already one of the tremendous sellers means that your hunch was right, if that's what you want to call it, because it is a beautiful, beautiful song. Who is the backing on it, Gogi? Who who is it that did the arrangement? Buddy Bregman, Howard, who is a wonderful, wonderful young talent, 25 years old, who I think is going to take a very important place in show business. He certainly shows tremendous creative ability on this particular thing because it's so 
wonderfully lush, and yet at the same time it's simple and humble, just like the lyric itself expresses. I think so, too, and I think Bill Thompson and his uh, group of voices did a brilliant job, too, don't you, Howard? Uh, it's just a swell record. That's uh, That totals up everybody's effort in the thing, including uh, the management of the label who thought to put it out, because it's swell. Now, I'm talking to you, of course, in your own suite in the Mayflower Hotel in Washington. Uh, the purpose of uh, your being there is a disc jockey tour. Right. Have you been in almost every city of the country? Well, we've been, I think, in about eight or nine cities, Howard. Chicago was our first stop. Mm-hmm. And this is where the record, uh, except for the West Coast where it started, this is where it sort of took off, and then it's followed you with its successes right across the country. How many more stops do you have, Gogi, before you get back to Beethoven Street in Los Angeles, your home? Well, after we leave here, uh, Howard, we uh, take uh, North American into Dallas, and uh, then from Dallas we go to Houston, and from Houston we go home. Mm-hmm. Gogi, here's a question that might be just a little bit tough to answer, but I know that there are always, uh, as a part of our show, a great many youngsters and even oldsters who would like to become singers themselves. What advice can you give someone who wants to be a singer? How did you start? Well, my only advice, Howard, is that um, a gal or a guy's got to make up his or her mind that it takes an awful lot of heart and it takes uh, utter concentration on one thing. In other words, if there's any other distraction, it's awfully hard to follow the path, you yes. know, of a career. In other words, you've got to be willing to make certain sacrifices Definitely. if you expect to achieve the end. Definitely. Well, I suppose that's true in almost every instance, but probably more in music than anything else, because it also takes you away from your home fires, that's as right. proof of your travels right now would indicate. That's well, Gogi, we've got the record all set up, so let's give a spin to it. It's this very beautiful thing that uh, we have frequently mentioned now in the course of our talk, but let's listen to it and let the world listen to it on our CBS network for Wrigley. It's Gogi Grant's great version of a fine song called Suddenly There's a Valley. Suddenly there's a valley 
Gee, that's just a delightful song. That was Gogi Grand's version on an era of a fine song called Suddenly There's a Valley. And I certainly want to take this opportunity, even though probably she's not listening to us this morning, to thank Gogi for the very delightful interview that we had with her from her suite in the Mayflower Hotel in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I believe that Gogi is, uh, or did refer to the fact that on Tuesday she would be down in Houston. So for those of you in the Houston area, if Miss Grant is there, please express to her my thanks, which she may not be listening to now. A very, uh, very fine young lady of song who I'm certain has a tremendous hit record, Suddenly There's a Valley. Well, this is Howard Miller taking your leave as we do every morning at this hour. I hope with uh, the invitation that will be accepted that you join us again tomorrow at the same time for what I hope will prove to be a most interesting and pleasant show for you. Until tomorrow's interlude then for the Wrigley Spearmint Gum folks, this is Howard Miller saying thanks for listening. Goodbye for now. Just heard the Howard Miller Show with Music on Records brought to you from Chicago by Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Be sure and join Howard Miller tomorrow at the same time when his guest will be Bernadine Reed from Sardi's Restaurant in New York. This is the CBS Radio Network.